855-985-9132. From the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio, it's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. at odds and right now florida state if you bet it today and brad powers posted these odds that are bettable today florida state would be a one-point favorite over lsu tj are you there he dropped off we'll see if we can reconnect with him tj pittenger with us every thursday tomorrow Oh, oh, I do have an announcement. No Kevin tomorrow. He's got budget meetings all day. We can't tape today. Not going to be able to tape today. Looking forward to that. A lot of things to talk about. And obviously wanted to get into the Brandon Miller thing too. And uh, he's going to be tied up. He is at the University of Kentucky where he works. And he's going to be in long meetings. Will not be able to get out of those to spend time with us to kick around Alabama and talk about Alabama football coming up here and then, of course, the basketball team. And, of course, everybody wants to talk about Brandon Miller and various sides to that story. We read Greg Burns' account of it earlier, if you missed it. Early hour one, we talked about that here. T.J. Pittenger will be with us. Do we have him back yet, Pat? All right. T.J., what I was saying is you can bet – some of these games already next year. And if you wanted to today, somebody could bet Florida State minus one is the line against LSU. I like it. I like Florida State minus one. I mean, and I think that that's probably a fair line. I expected it to be maybe a little closer to like Florida State minus three. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a neutral site game that's in Florida State's backyard, but LSU gets the same ticket allotment, so it's not like – you know, FSU is going to have 90, 10 fans there or anything like that. I mean, it's, it's going to be pretty close to 50-50. And uh, I don't know how much travel really is a big deal because LSU is going to be on about an hour flight. And I'd imagine that Florida State takes a three-hour bus ride. So, you know, I don't, 
I don't know there's a big travel advantage. And I think both teams are going to be really, really good. I, I do think Florida State was a little more consistent. Uh, you know, LSU has that kind of blemish to A&M at the end of the year last year. So a lot of people say, oh, well, you got to play LSU early before they really got rolling and, and got to be a really good team. Well, LSU was kind of inconsistent up and down last year. Um, and, and they kind of showed some blemishes at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year. And so, yeah, I like FSU in that game. Long way to go until you get there, but certainly would not be surprised if an LSU win at all. Uh, I do think Florida State has a better quarterback, and uh, that's no shot at Jaden Daniels at all. I just think that Jordan Travis is a top-five QB in the country, and that's probably why I think they have a, a little bit better shot at winning. But uh, can, it, can it get here a little quicker? You know, February lines are fun, but I'd rather this be a September line. <laughs> Well, I got a, I got a more distant one for you. You can bet Clemson minus three. Of course, they'll be at home against Florida State. You can bet that one today. That one's pretty crazy, isn't it? That that you know, essentially, what Vegas is telling you is that these teams are identical, and we're going to give them three points for being in Death Valley. Um, you know, Florida State fans may or may not like this. I think I like the value on Clemson there better. But, yeah, as a Florida State fan, you got to love that. you got to love that Vegas is saying, yeah, you two teams are identical. If this game was in Tallahassee, Florida State would be a three-point bet. We would expect Florida State to win the game. Um, so, you know, it's early. Florida State goes out and beats LSU, and Clemson doesn't look like world beaters with Klubnik to start the year. Florida State's going to go into that game maybe only as a point dog or maybe as a pick So, you know, the the opening weekend's going to have a little bit of an impact on that one when it comes around. But you know, we've been telling we've been we've been telling Florida State fans you're going to be favored to win the ACC or just slightly behind Clemson, and Vegas might agree with that if they're basically saying you're 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 even money there. One more, you can bet Jordan Travis plus eight fifty for the Heisman today. So probably ahead of him is what is uh, Caleb Williams and and uh, Dre, uh, Dre May. Uh, Drake May. Drake May. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, in the top and, couple there. I'll pull it so up. But yeah. I think he's got a better chance than Drake May because I think Florida State's going to have a better season than UNC. And though Drake may put up better stats, we all know that if Jordan Travis puts up eighty to ninety percent of Drake's stats. And goes eleven and one, he's going to win it, right? Because you know if UNC goes nine and three or whatever, like there's that's just how it works. So I think he's got a better chance than him. And then there's not been a repeat winner. There's certainly some repeat fatigue since you know Archie. So I I don't think Caleb wins it either. And so I think there's good value there for Jordan. Again, I I know I'm drinking a lot of Kool Aid here, but I I don't think May wins it. I don't think Williams wins it. Now that's not to say that Jordan automatically takes it. There's some other really good quarter. Bo Nix is going to be in the conversation, and some, but I, if Florida State has the year we think they might, and they go eleven and one, or by chance twelve and zero, he's going to win the Heisman. And so I think you, you know, and that whether right or wrong, it goes to the best player on the best team. That that's just what happens. And so, uh, yeah, I think that there's a there's a good shot, and, and you can get some really good value there. I got to correct something. Jordan Travis is in the two slot. It's plus eight hundred. Drake May is plus 850, so it's Caleb Williams plus 500, Jordan Travis plus 800, then Drake May plus 850, two slot. Yeah, I don't think that makes sense. I mean, Florida State's got a better chance to win the ACC than UNC does. Drake will probably, and Florida State's also more balanced, I think, and so Drake is 
probably going to put up better stats than Jordan. Like, I, you know, uh, is he going to have the same impact? Is he going to be the same player? I don't know. But I think he'll put up better stats. But winning matters with the Heisman. So uh, I think that I think you're going to see Jordan, you know, have a better shot to win that thing. Humble Seeker on Twitter. Guys, Florida State LSU will be a heck of a matchup. Another one, though, to watch out is TCU, 17-and-a-half point favorite over Coach Prime. Now, here's what the catalyst is for my next question. It's come up a couple of times on this show, and it popped up again yesterday. Coach Prime, they're selling tickets to the spring game. They've sold more tickets than they've given away the last 10 years or something, right? It's already 30,000 tickets, and they're actually charging now, and they never charged in the past. But when I bring it up, Florida State fans, there's, there's, and I don't know if it's love or hate, but they don't all line up for Dion. And it, there's a perceived loyalty issue there, right? Is that it? Yeah, so if people are my age, which I'm, I'm not terribly old, I was born in 90, so if people are my age or younger, they never saw Dion play for Florida State. So I think they're appreciative of what he did, but they're not necessarily, you know, they, they saw Jameis and they saw Peter Warwick and they saw Snoop Bennett. And so I think that plays into it a little bit. I also think that Florida State fans, not the, not the athletes have to do this, but Dion never came around and, and really did anything for Florida State during his NFL career, during his, um, you know, broadcasting career. You know, post-college, he's never really done anything for FSU. And so I think fans are somewhat aware of that. And then you throw in the, 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 the Travis Hunter thing and how Dion seems like he said some things that, Fans are not a you know I, I don't know Dion's still like on the FSU Mount Rushmore and he made Florida State what it is and you know greatest defensive back of all time played at your college and probably gives FSU their seat at the table in the DBU conversation and so it's a balance but yeah they're certainly not thrilled with the way that that Dion has you know maybe been post college you know and then your older heads I think that watched him play, they appreciate it more. But your young kids that never saw him play, they don't have that affinity for him because, you know, I'm a huge Lakers fan, and I love Magic for everything that he's done for L.A., but I never watched Magic Johnson play one game. And so, you know, it's different to me than Kobe or Shaq or any of those guys. And I think that's kind of what it is, too. They don't have that long-standing loyalty of 40 years of, you know, having watched this guy grow up and develop and be at Florida State and that and the other. So, yeah, I also think that, when you see other guys, again, this is not required of any athlete once they graduate, but when you see other guys like Charlie Ward and Derek Brooks and Ward Dunn and Jameis and Peter Warwick and all these guys like continuously come back around the program and give back to the program and be Kylie of the program kind of through thick and thin, those are the guys you're going to kind of like sign with a little more. And Dion's really never done any of that. He's always been about Dion, right, which is fine. That's not a big deal. But then when fans don't have your back at every turn – if you're not going to claim us, we're not going to claim you type thing is the way I think a lot of people think, right? Whether that's right or wrong, I think that's what goes into it. I can bring it up. I can just be playing around and say, you know, someday he may be the coach at Florida State, and I get immediate pushback. It is not <laughs> confetti party time. They, they don't want to hear it. Well, you know, I, I think that at, uh, at Jackson State, he was able to just 
bring in the absolute best talent and, and just be head and shoulders above everybody else. And at Colorado, uh, he's going to have a lot more work uh, to be able to do that. Now, they've, they've done some nice things in recruiting. They've recruited some skill positions really, really well. Uh, I know the Pac-12 is not a terribly difficult conference to win. It's probably the worst, that or the ACC. And so I, I think that you're, you're kind of thinking like, okay, well, what does he end up doing there? where he can't just immediately be better than everybody else, right? Like he's competing with Oregon and USC. And that, and so it's like if he could make it work at Colorado, what does that spell for his ultimate future? Can he get a, a really big-time job? I think there was some question around it, and I think that going into last season, some FSU fans really thought like, hey, if Norvell just totally tanks the bet, like why not just take the gamble on Dion? And then you had other fans that were completely opposed to that. But Norvell kind of turning things around. I think we're in a little bit better spot now. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, Double Prize, No Slog. Search on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. Check it out. All right, man. See you next week. See you, buddy. TJ Fender, outstanding every Thursday. We're clear the rest of the way. Omni National Hotel. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. 
As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. It's a Bill King show. I just, I, if Nick coached another seven, eight years, I would not be shocked at all. I wouldn't be. Now, I'm not predicting it because I don't think you can predict that kind of thing. We don't know that. If he coached to 80, I would not be flabbergasted. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. If you missed it earlier, hour one of the show today, we talked about Brandon Miller from an Alabama perspective. Greg Byrne did a podcast with Reese Davis. Now, I think 15, 20 minutes, something like that. AD at Alabama, Greg Byrne. And he gave his account of the situation. Now, I bring this up to make sure we cover both sides of this. And if you don't believe him, that's fine. You're not required to believe it. There's a lot of skeptics out there. But he said that the evidence that we have, talking to the lawyer and the police, that Brandon Miller was not aware, like R.D. said could be the case, of the situation, and he was already driving in that direction to pick up his teammate. Now, again, I'm just sending you the message here. You can disseminate whatever you choose here. And he said, based on that and talking to the police about it, who says there's nothing they can charge him with, he's playing. By the way, he scored 41 last night. Scored 41 at South Carolina. That's a career high. He's a Unbelievable basketball player. He's from here. Cane Ridge High School over in Antioch, Tennessee. Which if you're going down I-24, if you're coming from I-24 down into Nashville, you go you go right through Antioch. You know how you go? You go through the borough, you go through Smyrna, Laverne, and all that, and not far after that, you're in basically Antioch, Antioch proper, right? Brandon Miller. And that's what Greg Burns said about it. Now, you can read it. It's it's more lengthy than that, but you can read about it. And, again, a lot of people have already 
made their minds up about what Alabama should have done there. And again, you've got the right to that opinion. I'm not, I'm not trying to fight you over it. Okay. I'm just giving you what they said. And he also said, we are fully aware of the backlash that's prevalent out there right now over our decision. We are very aware of that. And he said something to the effect of, and I could understand perhaps how someone would draw that conclusion. But based on their information, which would be the police and also Brandon Miller's account, but the attorneys, they're playing it, whether people like it or not. I'm not telling you how to think about this at all. If you've got him guilty, then so be it. That's your opinion. But I'm just telling you that's what they said about it. Jim in Jupiter. Billy, TJ brings it every week. He is the G word. Oh, so you're not missing Berg. Berg lives here now. Now, I know... (laughs) Some of it was love-hate with Berg when he was on with us, Josh Newberg. And Josh moved here from the uh, Tampa area to join on three. And Berg contacted TJ whenever we first put TJ on and said, you ought to try and grab that slot. I hadn't even thought about it, right? Berg's gone. The slot is, is available but we don't always, as you know, we don't fill slots. You don't ha- we don't put something there to put something there. So I wasn't even thinking about it. I got a note from TJ, and it said, hey, Bill, I was just talking to Berg, uh, any interest? And I said, well, let's, you know what? And it was the night before. I said, just on a whim, because I'd never really heard, I've known TJ from Twitter and everything and communicated with him some, but I'd never heard him on a broadcast or podcast or never heard him. I said, let's do it the next morning, thinking, okay, I'm willing to try this. Most of the time, that stuff doesn't work out. Like I told you, I'd say eight out of ten, nine out of ten times, when you try somebody new, it doesn't work out. You're just aware of the ones that work out. Because they we we they stick around, right? Most of them don't work out. They don't fit some criteria. And so I go in usually as a pessimist, and I could tell TJ was good immediately, just like I could tell Blake Rafino was, like I could tell Kevin Hagen was, and so on and so forth, right? You can just tell. Brett Cianzio. You can just tell. It's it's easy. It's it's like you hear there's a really good football player. I mean really good. All you've heard is how good he is, but you've never seen him, right? You've never seen it. You pop in the tape, and in, oh, a minute, you go, okay, I see it. You don't have to wait. You don't have to scour the tape to say, oh, wow, wait a minute. That I just, I'm good. If if what I just saw is real, I'm good. That's the same concept. Marty down in Jacksonville. Bill. TJ was outstanding as 
usual. Another note, L-Dog. According to Rusty, Philadelphia Eagles interviewing Georgia Co-D coordinator Glenn Schumann. There's another hot shot defensive coordinator. Austin Armstrong, who's now going to Florida. Now, I don't know what Glenn Schumann's view of the future is. Again, he's really young. His future is whatever he wants it to be. He's got a lot of folks who admire him at a young age as a very exciting future head coach. Would an NFL move enhance his resume even more? Get to go to a Super Bowl-level team, just played in it, lost at the end, and take a job. Now, I don't know, does it say what job it would be? Would he be the defensive coordinator? Would he assume a co-coordinator role? Would he be a position coach but not coordinator? Yeah, I don't I don't know. But now, see, I'm such a college guy. Here's how bad my bias is. Totally admit it. When I see something like this, it's hard for me to be objective. I'm thinking, why would you leave Georgia winning natties, living in Athens for an NFL gig? I understand the power of the NFL. I get get that. But I'm so biased pro-college game, high school too, that it's hard for me to understand that. I, I, I do understand it, but my bias tries to interrupt my thinking when it comes to that. I think he gets to where he's going to be going as a head coach either way. I don't, I don't think or know that one is better than the other. Having the NFL pedigree probably does enhance, does enhance the resume for him. If indeed he leaves. I didn't think. Now, I, I thought Monken was possible. I did not think Schumann would leave this year. And he hasn't left yet. He hasn't gone anywhere yet. Jeff, too, says, Bill, my feeling about Brandon Miller and his situation is the same way I feel about any other team's situation. This may sound warped, and I may lose respect from some out there, but here it is. So long as a player is not in jail, they should be allowed to play. That's it, period. I think it was good and helpful for me to read what Greg Byrne had to say. Now, again, I've had some pushback on that already. Well, Bill, I mean, that, that's that's his lawyer. That's Alabama's trying to protect him. He's a superstar talent. Well, there's probably some of that too, okay? Uh, Brandon Miller's not any old ball player. Now, again, you may not, you may hate that notion, but if if Brandon Miller were John Smith – 
seventh guy on the team. Seldom used backup. Would he be around right now? You could you could question that. Sam Dog, by the way, Bill, did you mention to your lovely wife Jeff and the Burl's assertion? <laughs> she doesn't know all that stuff. No, she doesn't know who. <laughs> I mean, she knows who. She's met some of you at commitments. So all of you have been to commitments. You've met Michelle. Because she'll go. She, she never can stay. She always goes home after the uh, Tuesday night cocktail party. But. No, so those folks she knows, but she doesn't know the whole Jeff and the Burl thing and all. No, she didn't know. <laughs> it is funny though. She would she would think it's funny. She wouldn't think anything of it. She'd get a chuckle out of it just like we did. Sad thing about it is he he thinks he thinks he's got people that believe him. That, that's the part. That's also comical. Uh, that's very comical right there. Larry in North Carolina, regarding those odds that Tom threw up. Top five teams that are getting bet right now on winning a national championship. LSU. Now, this is who's betting the most. Fans betting on a team. This is not order of odds. LSU at plus 1,400, the most so far. Georgia, number two, at plus 280. Bama, number three, at plus 500. TTUN, number four, at plus 1,200. Buckeyes plus 650. That's the top five. Larry says, I emptied the tank. I went full port, threw down my 401K. I told you guys, if you don't know what that means, I mentioned it to you. In the stock market world, and we use it here on the show some, and I'm glad Larry used that language. It's good. Full port. That's a slang term for in the stock market. You bought a stock and you said, I went full port, which is usually just a metaphor for I put a lot in it. And it's sometimes just trying to be silly because you would, why would you ever go full port into one thing? You wouldn't, but full portfolio. Yeah, I bought, I bought Tesla and everything I had available for stocks. I put in that one stock full portfolio. I didn't do that. I'm just saying that's an example of Larry says on the Michigan plus 1200, he went full port on that. I love that language, man. I'm glad. I was glad to get that on these uh, airwaves here. Full port. Um, Two nights ago, I went full port on the Aggies against Tennessee. Got the money line and got the Aggies minus two in game. Went full port. Only problem is I didn't really go full port, but sounds good, though. When I say it, it sounds right. Patton, who would you say we have on hold here? Are the police officer for 97 years before he retired, called in with some wisdom, and Greg Byrne kind of copied. I think Greg Byrne was listening yesterday and then copied R.D. Welcome in, sir. Bill, it was only 91 years. 
<laughs> I got you. <laughs> yes, yesterday, when you shared Jeff in the Burroughs email, and as usual, he's all over the chart, jumping from topic to topic. Yeah. When he suddenly exhibited his uh, praise for our current president, I thought, well, now, that explains a lot. <laughs> oh, he's – Jeff is all about the woke. Um, no and kidding. you know what? That's his business. I mean, that's his, that's his choice, and and I respect that. But oh, he jumped from. I don't even remember all the topics. Uh, oh, oh, and at the end, I didn't even read this because I just didn't want to waste all the time. And if you had any guts, you'd let me back on. That was that yeah. was the last part. Bill, one one more thing. I, yeah. I slept this morning, and I missed the first hour. Yeah. If there's any update on, on the Miller situation, if you have time, if you can sort of update I mentioned you. I mentioned you in this conversation earlier. Brad Byrne, the AD in Alabama, said that from what they have gathered, Brandon Miller did not know what was going on. Exactly That's what you all, talked about. Well, that explains it. That's the only scenario I can see. You were not be in charge. You were dead on right. If if that's the truth, but that's what they're right. saying. Yeah. All right, pal. Appreciate yeah, you. Man. See you later. Yep. See you, bud. Yeah, he called in with that exact scenario. Let's take a break. Omni Nashville Hotel. I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Morehead State has clinched a share of the regular season men's championship for its 10th overall title and first since 2003. With another win, the Eagles win the title outright for the first time since 1984. This week's OVC Player of the Week, UT Martin's Parker Stewart, hit eight three-pointers in a win over Tennessee Tech on Saturday. It marked the second time this season he has hit eight trifectas in a game. In women's basketball, Little Rock topped Eastern Illinois on Saturday to take a two-game lead with two games to play for the regular season title. The Trojans locked up the number one seed for the OVC tournament in its first year in the league. TSU's Erica Haynes-Overton is now leading the OVC in scoring in conference-only games, averaging 17 points per game in 14 league contests. Joining Stewart with the men's weekly honors was Tennessee Tech's Brett Thompson as top newcomer and Cameron Hafter, the top freshman for a fourth straight week. Little Rock's Sally Karuma and UT Martin's Sharnice Curry-Jelks were women co-players of the week, while Moorhead State's Veronica Charles was top newcomer and Curry-Jelks the top freshman. For complete information on this year's OVC basketball championships presented by United Fidelity Bank, being held March 1st through the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville, visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. For complete weekly schedule, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com. To find other news and features and more, follow the league on your favorite social media platforms at ovcsports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue, wishing everybody a great week of OVC basketball.
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Bill King is the mother 12th data point of college football. You are listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. Pittsburgh. By the way, Noel Fan of the 863 sent a tweet yesterday. He was somewhere where it's 20 below or something. I don't know. He was way up north. I mean, like out of the country up north. I don't know if he was up in Canada or where he was, but he, he said the show was at least keeping him warm. I don't I think he was hunting up there. I don't know. Dom in Pittsburgh. He was way further up than Pittsburgh. Bill, I can see why coaches at the college level would want to leave for the NFL. Coaches would no longer have to cater to 17-year-olds with their hands out for money. Then continue to re-recruit your current roster, which is never ending. Oh, that is. That the the college game and I still absolutely love it on the field. But behind the scenes has become a 24-hour headache. Now, yes, they do get paid on that level tons of money for the headaches, right? Bill, pay me a million a year and I'll take those headaches. I get it. I hear that all the time. I get it. But when you're used to that life and a million a year really isn't that big of a deal, you're used to it, the headaches are more profound, right? Why not make a million or more without those headaches? And Don brings up a good point. Some don't want to deal with this. Now, I don't have any idea if that's the deal with Glenn Schumann. I would think his, I mean, he's a young guy. I doubt he's at the headache stage yet. But I would think in his case, it's simply a Tommy Reese type decision. 
obviously Tommy went to another college, not the pros, but it's a resume enhancer. What more can he do at Georgia? Maybe that's what he's thinking. He's been there as part of national championships. Might get another one. That's fantastic. Why not go to Philadelphia and be known for somebody who made an impact there and you may be even faster to the main desk in an office in the near future. You may be the head coach somewhere even faster than the track you're on right now. Now, again, to me, that's what he's got to be thinking. Eagles, very good organization, very good head coach, right? Maybe that option is attractive as the resume enhancer, which totally is understandable if that's what he's thinking. P. Hall, checking in this morning on Twitter from lovely Shelbyville, Tennessee. Walking horse capital, Shelbyville. Schumann was an assistant under Sabinville for a bit. Some Alabama fans were hoping he would return for the D.C. job after Golding left for Ole Miss. Yeah, I remember that. Talk about him for sure. His career is on the right trajectory. That's what we do know. And then the Armstrong kid who's going to Florida, that's another one. That's a nice Think about his resume, Southern Miss, where he did a wonderful job, defensive coordinator, Alabama to be a linebacker coach, was there a couple of months. Florida loses their coordinator to the pros. They call on this kid, who's, what, 29-30 as well. Now he's the defensive coordinator at Florida, a side of the ball that is not in good shape. But you have Florida and you have Florida resources. He goes down there and fixes that thing. You're talking about a resume enhancer. That's good for the resume. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Bill, J-I-B equals P-I-M-P. Um, I don't think. <laughs> I don't. Well, I understand what you're saying. I don't think Jeff in the borough would would, would know what to do if you <laughs> if you make. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Anyways, I think we're gonna have to. Should we continue to create exceptions for him to come on? Probably take personal shots, or should we just make the ban really forever? No more. I mean, his team wins a game. I think it would be he'd probably be calmer if you brought him on after they lost a game, right? He gets really mad when they win a game. Makes him more mad. Maybe I've got this thing opposite. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Obviously, I don't know what buttons to push here. Tomorrow, no Kevin Hagan. Kevin is in budget meetings. Kevin works at the University of Kentucky, not in the athletic department. He's been there for decades. 
and we figured out a way for him to remain on the show to tape during his lunch break. It's about 10, 12 minutes we do, so it doesn't take up much of his time. And today he's got budget meetings that are going to be long-lasting, so he can't tape. We were really hoping to. I know he wanted to get onto the Brandon Miller store and everything. We'll, we'll pick that back up, though next week. So no Kevin tomorrow. Ole Miss Eve in her slot and then Brad Powers in hour three. Friday edition. Already talking about Friday. Omni Nashville Hotel. Grizz Nation. Don't miss your Grizzlies Saturday at 7 as they take on reigning MVP Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets for Varsity Spirit Night. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. The first 5,000 fans get a free Grizz Girl poster. Get hyped, get ready for a ball, and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or online at grizzlies.com. From your home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise. Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, so it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss, Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Rand, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's she oh, she's a gangster. Yeah, oh, she knows what she she's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. 
Nashville Sports Radio. Nobody knows more about college football history than Bill King. Former Georgia O-line coach and Ole Miss head coach, former head coach, Matt Luke for the O-line position. Arrived on campus Tuesday to interview for the job to replace Harry Heastand, who has retired. Luke retired from coaching following Georgia's 21 natty in order to spend more time with his children, who are early high school and middle school aged. His family will remain a very important part of Luke's decision to stay retired or to get back into coaching. According to sources, the interview went extremely well. Luke impressed everybody at Notre Dame. Whether or not that means he chooses to come out of retirement remains to be seen. According to another source, Notre Dame has helped Luke gathered information about local school districts in order to help Luke and his wife, Ashley, have everything they would need to make a decision about coming out of retirement or not. Luke was considered one of the best offensive line coaches in college football prior to his early retirement at the age of 45. He is certainly the quality and caliber of coach that is ideally suited to take the job at Notre Dame. And he's got a resume. Heck, he was there with Hugh Freeze, head coach after that, obviously. David Cutcliffe, he was under him. He was under Fulmer. Obviously, Kirby Smart. He's been part of Natty's. Um, the, the 21 Natty at Georgia we just talked about. That would be a good hire. I, again, Brian touches on this. I don't know. I mean, he did go interview, right? I mean, it's it's one thing to say you're talking to him. It's other, another thing to come up there and uh, formally interview. Doesn't mean he's going to take it, as Brian said, but that does mean there's got to be some interest there. Now, would he be willing? Did he move back? Did Matt Luke move back to Mississippi? Are they still in Athens? Obviously, he's a Mississippi kid, but. That's what I don't know. You folks in Georgia, maybe if you know the answer to that, pass it along to me. The smoke doctor. Bill, for four to six million a year for many and higher for some, don't give me the I have it so bad recruiting, getting NIL and managing my roster. Don't take the money if the seat's too hot. Coach football, live in your mansion. Give your wife the luxury life and be quiet. <laughs> Dom in Pittsburgh. Bill, does Matt Luke have tickets to the hockey game? Yeah, what if Jack Swarbrick denies Marcus Freeman flight money back home? 
for for Matt Luke. Okay, I understand. Like, hey, Matt, sorry, we can't fly you home. Marcus told you we could, but we're not. We don't do that for people. This is Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't do that. We'll fly you here. We just won't fly you home. That one's on you. Yeah, Dom, I just added to the comedy there, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't that, – that, but I think his point is don't take Matt Luke to the hockey game, have a photo op or somebody take a picture of it, and then later realize that something went sour. Like somebody vetoed something. By the way, Notre Dame has denied that, which I can see why. I mean, Swarbrick in his arrogant email did, and then Marcus Freeman at the podium did. I like both those guys. I I, I lost a little bit for Swarbrick because of that email, I'll say. But – Notre Dame's very quiet, man. It's a very quiet place. Um, people, things happen. People get suspended. You never find out why. It happens on their football program through the years all the time. A couple weeks before the opening game, so-and-so got suspended. What happened? Remember with uh, who was the tight end? Younger brother went to Southern Cal. Equinemia St. Brown, right? It was August 15th or something, middle of August. And I remember I was uh, on a walk. Nice hot day on a walk. And I remember I was looking at my phone, and I see breaking news. Equinemia St. Brown suspended. Did it ever come out? I was just one. That's just a random one. There's all kinds of guys that get suspended. And you never, ever find out. They don't talk about it. The head coach, Brian Kelly. Now, Brian was told what to do there. Don't You're not talking about it, right? When it happens to Marcus Freeman, he's not going to be able to talk about it either. On all these situations, like at other schools, you always know what happened. What happened? What, what, what Was there a discipline thing? Was it academics? Was it? What was it? Notre Dame, it's, it's usually silent. So the truth about this Warbrick thing probably will never come out. If they're telling the truth or if they're not telling the truth. L-Dog says Matt Luke stayed in Athens. Kids are very active in baseball. Luke has stayed close to the program and was there for the title parade celebration. Wow, okay. No, I'm glad you told me that. He interviewed up in South Bend. I don't know if that means he'll take that gig or not. I think anything's possible. Wow. Okay. Hour three coming up on the Nashville Hotel.